Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2's trailer was the second biggest trailer debut ever behind another Disney film. And Marvel has announced a new winter series to keep us sated while Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is away. And the new Spider-Man trailer will drop tomorrow, December 8th. Plus, we'll be talking about Season 4, Episode 8 of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., The Laws of Inferno Dynamics. You almost said thermodynamics. I really did. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name's Matt Carroll. And I am Jeff Randall. Welcome, my friends. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. We uh, are, yeah, just a lot. Not not a ton of news, not a ton of feedback, because we recorded last week real late. So, yeah. <laughs> it's not much going on in three days, but there is some yeah. big stuff. Uh, Marvel, after this winter finale, has announced that there is going to be a Slingshot web series called mm, Slingshot. That is exciting. Featuring Yo-Yo and other Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. debuting December 13th. That is next week. I wonder how long each episode will be. Probably, I don't know. It's a six-episode series. If I, if I, you know, a lot of times those web series are like five or six minutes. So yeah, yeah. I wonder if it'll just be that. Probably. And that'd be good. I don't you know. know. That'd be know. like a half an episode once it gets all done. <laughs> it's half of one episode. Yeah, like an yeah. extra little yo-yo mini-sode. She's <laughs> <It's>, quicker. <laughs> of course, it doesn't that's take, why her episodes are quick. It doesn't take her as long <laughs> to tell a story. <laughs> it's uh, it's supposed to be about her secret mission, which we didn't know that she had a secret mission, I guess. But, I mean, she's been away, so of course she could have had oh, a secret like mission. Oh, like secret mission before the current, what's happening currently? Maybe, I don't know. Or it could be after. It uh, I think it's before what's currently going on. Interesting. I, I feel like that'd be weird, but I don't know. Yeah. I feel well, like it, it'll probably go with what's, you know, go in sequential order, but maybe not. Unless there's something, because she's not, she's not been around less than normal or more than normal. She's just kind of been around. Yeah. It's not like she disappeared this last season. You're like, where's she been? Yeah. She, well, she has been gone for a few episodes at yeah, a time. Yeah, but she's kind of always gone, you know? Yeah. She's one of those fun characters that pops up every now and again. Yeah. Um, so, remind me, did Joey die? <laughs> Joey Gutierrez did not die. <laughs> All right, just checking. I know we're on the spoiler section yet. That's not really a spoiler that someone didn't die. Is that a spoiler? That's not a spoiler. All right, just checking. He hasn't shown up in this if season you, you at all. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was like, did he die and I completely forgot? <laughs> did Hive straight up murder Joey? <laughs> I feel like I'd remember Hive murdering Joey. I just didn't recall that at all. Um, now nah, he's still around somewhere. Okay. He just hasn't come back. Well, we've got five weeks after tonight for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to come back. It's coming back January 10th. And within that five weeks, we've got six episodes of this web series coming up. It's going to be on the ABC app and ABC.com for viewing your viewing pleasure. Nice. For you to consume. Um, No info on how long it is or what frequency it's going to be, but... I'm guessing they'll do... Since there's said six episodes, yeah. they'll probably do one a week every Tuesday night until it comes back. I'd, I'd guess six episodes in five weeks or in four weeks. Oh, it's it's. I think it said six part. Yeah, it's a six part series. Oh well, then more than once a week then. Yeah, 
Probably, unless it goes into S.H.I.E.L.D. Anyway, if, we I don't mean, know anything about that. They could do the Agent Carter thing where they lump up two in the first one and two in the last one. So the next one comes out this next Tuesday, is that right? Yeah, next Tuesday. Cool. That'll be cool. Uh, we probably won't cast about one minisode, but we'll probably normally try to do uh, every other week during the off season anyway, so... We'll at least have some new content. That's exciting. Yay! I like that they're like... I feel like they're specifically catering to us with Slingshot. They're like, sorry, no Agent Carter this year, but we can't <laughs> let you go that many weeks without some Marvel content. So... I mean, it's just here's a little four bit, or five weeks. Here's a little bit. I, yeah. It's weird. It's weird. I feel like this season just got going. Like, yeah. We just fell into a rhythm of doing the podcast again every weekly, and I feel like it's over again. I'm like, what happened? Uh, someone had some <laughs> feedback about that. Bring it back! Uh, they they mentioned uh, it was in our feedback. Yeah, as Brandon on Twitter here said, I think that the fall finale uh, is episode eight because of the election season interruptions. So that's oh, a good yeah. that's a good call. Uh, probably right because I think we did miss a couple episodes because of like debates and you know State elections, those congressional things, addresses, things not the things that matter. Uh, <laughs> They like they they took time off from our important television show to play these what you know like who cares who cares thanks Obama there's no real stakes here <laughs> um in the slightest so uh, <laughs> let's not get political um, the Inhumans TV series is getting a little bit more credibility behind it uh, the showrunner for it. Uh, when it debuts next year, is going to be Scott Buck, who is the showrunner for Iron Fist on Netflix. Oh, wow. Right? That's well, a I mean, really like, cool idea. That is neat. Um, very neat that, that they're using the same showrunner for two shows. Uh, that That's weird, though, because generally a showrunner can't really run two shows at once. So I'm guessing he'll finish Iron Fist, then go work on. He'll probably be an EP for Iron Fist season two, right? Right, they something drop like that, that or whatever. But the, the, has just, he done anything else before those two shows? Oh yeah, he was uh, he was uh, showrunner of the last three seasons of Dexter. Oh cool. He did a lot of Six Feet Under. Oh neat, neat, neat. Okay, so when you when you said uh, this is some good news, this guy's going to be the showrunner, and he the last thing he did was Iron Fist. I'm like, we, no one's seen that yet. How do we know he's good? It's so great, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did this thing that hasn't come out yet. I remember we talked about him when he was announced for Iron Fist, and I remember thinking that Dexter should be Iron Fist, but alas. No. <laughs> no. Dexter, or sorry. Michael C. Hall. Michael C. Hall should be Orson Randall. That works for me, too. Doesn't it? Just bring him around sometime. That just seems like the best idea. Yeah. Anyway, so that's coming up. And speaking of the Netflix series, Netflix is going to re-release the Marvel series with HDR. They're planning to re-release them with, uh, what is it, high... I have no idea. Uh, High dynamic range is what it's called. Okay, what does that mean? High dynamic range is where... They do a little bit of more color the work to it. Blacks are blacker and whites right, are lighter. It's, it's, a, it's a much broader spectrum of color. And the video that they announced it with showed them using Daredevil as the concept for it. And it looks just beautiful That the, when cool. they showed it like side by side. Daredevil is popping. That's cool. That's it's cool. It's so pretty. And they're going to re-release all of them. They, they showed, uh, they're starting with Daredevil. And then they showed Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. And then they showed clips from Iron Fist. So that says to me that they're going to release Iron Fist in HDR. 
or at least re-release it somewhere after the fact in HDR That's or cool, offer an upgrade man. or whatever. That's neat that they're... It's, it's kind of weird. Like, a lot of times you get those remasterings done. Yeah. Like, 20th anniversary of a show. <laughs> and they're just like, so... Uh, it's been like a year. You want to go like ahead and get something new? Two two years since the first Daredevil? Yeah. Not even, maybe? Not even. It's like a year and a half. Oh, it seems like such... It's such a rich tapestry of a universe already Man, in such a short period of time. I ran down all of the upcoming Marvel content for the next year with my roommate, and... It's like every two months we're getting something new yeah. this upcoming well, year. Yeah, we've got between three movies. Well, there's three movies. And three Netflix series? There's three movies, at least two Netflix series, and the Inhuman series, and possibly the return of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. if they get returned, or if they get picked up for season five. Right. So, like, January comes up. And we've got the return of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Then, two months later, we've got Iron Fist coming out. Then, two months later, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Two months later, Spider-Man. Two months later, or two and a half-ish months later, um, Inhumans. And then, right around the same time, probably, somewhere in that time frame, is likely going to be Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5, The Defenders... Somewhere in that, you know, October-ish time range. Mm-hmm. And then in November, Thor Ragnarok. Wow. That is a lot of things. That's eight things. Eight things, and a lot of them are like 20 episodes or and whatever. That's, that's not even um, including Cloak and Dagger coming out on Freeform or The Runaways happening on, what, Hulu? Is that happening on Hulu? I think it's on Hulu. I'm so bad at remembering things we talk about. I'm, you're the news guy. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. Is it Hulu, Jeff? Is it Hulu? Um, so, speaking of a couple of those movies, uh, you were telling me that the Gardens of the Galaxy trailer got the m- second most views of all time? Yeah, it got the, s- the second biggest trailer debut ever. It got 81 million views in its first 24 hours. You know, I feel like that is a testament to how much fun that movie is and how much fun those trailers are. Because... You get you get you see a trailer and you're like oh that was that was interesting I can't wait to see it yeah but that trailer you want to watch over and over oh again. I did I watched it a lot like I'm like I'm a, I'm a at couple least million of those of, views. yeah right <laughs> I'm at least fifteen million of those views <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the only other movie that had a bigger trailer debut than that one I'm was Beauty the, and the Beast oh really okay yeah, the live action Beauty and the Beast see now I feel like it's cheating I know that the live action Beauty and the Beast did well. But uh, I'm, you hear this uh, that stat ever since um, Force Awakens came out and and killed with how many views it had. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, but ever since then it's just been like we now have the most views in 24 <laughs> hours. No, we do. So uh, I do think it's going to do really well. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the fact that it was Beauty and the Beast makes me uh, think. Uh, I thought it was just beating like Force Awakens or something, uh, which obviously Force Awakens made all the money. Yeah. Well, I mean, it did beat The Force Awakens, technically. We did, it did. I just, I didn't realize that the baton had already been passed. Yeah. <laughs> that makes me feel like it's more of like a, the internet is moving forward thing, and you're going to get more views well, than a... I mean, it's Beauty and the Beast. It's like arguably one of Disney's biggest properties ever. Is it? I mean... Yeah. I I, I guess. Yeah. I don't, it's a like really it's, popular Disney movie. Yeah, for sure. But they're, they've, they've all been like, popular, kind of. Unbelievably popular. 
Yeah. No, I'm not, but, I'm not know, like every it, every girl because you know girls are always the ones that are just like, oh, I love Disney, and then some guys are just like, yeah, I like Disney too. Like I'm one of those guys. It's like, yeah, I like Disney. What? So yeah. so what? I'll sing Mulan with you. Like let's get down to business to defeat the Huns. I don't know let's Mulan do that. well. I don't. Know oh, I love those songs. Hercules is my favorite Disney movie. Anyway, really? Yes. Aladdin's mine. Okay. Okay. I really like Aladdin. But every girl that I've talked to that's been like. Oh my God! Disney movies has been has always said to me that Beauty and the Beast was their favorite because, especially in my circle of friends, they're all bookworms who identified with Belle the most. Right, right. So interesting. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that. So that's that's maybe our our difference on why we think. Yeah, it might just be my my particular demographic. Because I know they've been making they've been making these uh, live action remakes of Disney movies, um, uh, which. I de- I, I've heard they've been really well done, but I have not yet been compelled to see one. Yeah. Um, and I haven't really heard that they've slayed at the box office either. Oh, apparently they've been freaking killing it. Really? Yeah, because uh, John Favreau, the, uh, the director of Iron Man and Iron Man 2, right. he did The Jungle Book. Apparently he's going to be doing a live action The Lion King. I heard that. I heard that as well. And Because Disney's just killing it. Interesting with the live action reboots, yeah, or whatever. Cool, anyway. Um, speaking of movies coming up, that's a great segue, right? <laughs> we got uh, we got a little bit of a snippet clip today of Spider Man, yeah, and Happy Hogan. Jungle Book made almost a billion dollars worldwide. Holy crap. Almost. It made $966 million worldwide. That is an insane amount of money. That is a lot of money. I did not think that. Um, that's crazy. That's like, that is like Marvel movie level. Yeah, that's that's uh, big movie level. That's, yeah, no, no, no. That's, the thing. that's more than Batman vs. Superman. All right, I have nothing to say about Batman v Superman. Sorry, I interrupted you. You were getting on with the news. I just had to find out the, that number. That is way more than I expected. That is significantly more than I thought it was going I knew, to be. And I knew that it's like um, supposedly a technological marvel. Like supposedly the um, yeah, I, I the effects are just yet, amazing. Actually. I haven't either. Now I f- it's I feel like a bandwagoner. Now I feel like I have to see what all all the I gotta see what all this hype's about. I guess I just I didn't hear anyone talking about it at all. I don't know why. Yeah. Mm. That's weird. Anyway, uh, that's it's crazy. It's not weird. It's, I heard it's reviewers crazy. talking about how in, how great it was, but yeah. I didn't hear any friends or family or no one going to see it. You know, no one in your circles. Yeah, that's mm, got okay. my circles. They don't be watching Jungle Book. They don't be watching Jungle Book. So <laughs> I tell you what, they do be watching. What they be watching? Spider Man's. They do. They do tend to watch the Spider Man. What about that Spider Man's though? So I am very excited about. Did Spider-Man. you see that snippet? No. You should watch that snippet. I'm it's watch got that Happy snippet. Hogan in it, Matt. What? It's got Happy Hogan I in it. I remember they said it was going to. Pause everything. We have to watch it right now. All right. I'm down. All right. First thing I have to say about that trailer, that teaser, is screw the internet for all your fake trailers that it took me so long to find it. The second <laughs> thing I have about to say about that teaser is that was awesome. That is so exciting. It's a very exciting 18 seconds. Oh, no. Uh, He's got the web wings. Yes. If you, you should all check it out, but if you haven't seen it yet, uh, the breakdown is basically Happy Hogan in some sort of a hotel room, it looks like. Yeah. And Spider-Man's standing there, and he's like, what are you wearing? 
Spider-Man's what do you mean? Like, it's my suit. It's my suit. He's like, oh, you, where's the case? Where's like, the case? What, what, what case? case? Didn't you see the case? It runs it runs into the next room and it says upgrades from TS. Yeah, like a minor upgrade. Minor upgrade. TS. TS. Tony Stark. And you can see like the 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 uh, mechanical workings or whatever of on, his of his web shooters of his yeah. web shooters like on his wrist as he's looking at it, and then flash to him on a spire in uh, Spidey costume, and then he jumps backwards off of it over a helicopter and spreads his web wings, and it's so great. I wonder how much of the movie will be shot in uh, first person perspective. Because in this trailer, a, lar- a large portion of it is actually from Spider-Man's point of view. Yeah. And it's kind of shaky Holland. cam. It's sort of like him yeah. running around. Uh, well, it looks like a teenager shot some stuff on his phone. It does. It does. And, and that's that's got so much just flavor to it. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I could totally see them doing some scenes like that. And it was fun. Um, and didn't we discuss they were talking about doing more like parkour type stuff too? Or is that? Not totally. He was doing parkour in his backyard to like market himself for the part and oh, get himself ready. Yeah, so I could absolutely see some cool like first person perspective. Uh, there's that movie Hardcore Henry recently. Yeah, that was all first person perspective. Yeah, uh, that'll be interesting if they do a chunk of the movie that way. And um, you know the when it when it went to him like selfie cam or whatever and he said that's the coolest thing i've ever seen uh his hoodie being the way that it was kind of reminded me a little bit of uh scarlet spider oh neat yeah it was weird that he you can't really see what he's wearing because he's uh he's filming apparently yeah Uh, but it looked like he was wearing his original suit yeah from from before he met tony that's weird because why wouldn't he be wearing the suit from civil war well, it could be a time hop into... Uh, that doesn't make sense. No, because he wouldn't know Happy Hogan. Uh, yeah, it was a little weird. Well, I'm sure we'll, well figure not, it out. When, like, there, was, there was at least a little bit of time from Tony saying, like, you want to go to Germany, to him actually showing up in Germany in suit. That's true. That could be in between those two things. Yeah. But the web wings are different. So, yeah. Well, let's see. Let's see. We'll have to see. We are. We have discussed a 18 second trailer for about four minutes now. Um, <laughs> you guys should all check it out. It's very exciting. Yeah. Tomorrow they should be dropping. Uh, we're we're definitely. Uh, oh man, maybe we should do a quick like call in cast tomorrow. You want to you want to do a call in cast tomorrow? I uh, yeah. Talking yeah, about yeah. the trailer. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited about this trailer. Let's do it. Okay. Um, because. It's with MCU it's cast. Important. It's a Spider-Man trailer. It's important. We've been waiting. We have been talking about the possibility of Spider-Man coming back to Marvel since this cast started, and, uh, and we're finally getting it. We're finally getting it, and we're getting a trailer tomorrow. And we're finally getting the first taste of it. We're getting ah, oh, uh, so and it's it's so good. <laughs> Please don't make that noise on the cast anymore. You're welcome. So that's really all I have for the news today. Sweet, sweet. Let's get into uh, let's get into some feedback and uh, yeah. or some content. We got a couple of things. We got a couple of things. Okay, okay. Oh yeah, it looks like Nathaniel Muzzy said to us on Facebook on the latest cast you were discussing Mjolnir sentience. Uh, Comics Explained had a good video on the comic origin. If you're interested, I believe I actually found that channel because you all mentioned it during a cast. Anyway, good stuff to fuel speculation. The gem could easily be involved in a twist on this origin. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it's a, so I watched this video, and it's basically a storm was on the horizon heading toward... The cosmic storm. The cosmic storm, which had apparently had some sentience. Yeah, and, uh, it was almost like an angry sentient storm. Yeah. Uh, and Odin, Odin uh, trapped the storm, somehow harnessed the storm, and yeah. then used some rock well, to... Well, no, he, he saved the dwarves who created Mjolnir. He right. saved them from the giants that were attacking him. I think it was the frost giants or attacking them. Yeah, I skipped that part. Um, you can feel free to it tell, might be the, tell trolls. The, anyway, tell the, I was giving kind of a short, shortened version. Yeah, feel so free. he saves them. They give him yeah, a chunk minutes. of yeah. <laughs> he saves them. They give him a chunk of uru metal as like a thank you note, and he's like, "You, I saved you. I saved your sorry asses, and you gave me a freaking rock. Are you kidding me?" But. Turns out, Cosmic Storm shows up. He sucks it all into this rock and magically binds it into this chunk of Uru metal. And then it's just like, well, this is really super freaking powerful. I think I'm just going to want to make this into a weapon. Hey, dwarves, let's make this into a weapon. They're like, you know how hard that is to make it into a weapon? He's like, I want you to make it into a fucking weapon. They're like, all right, here you go. Here's a hammer. And it takes like thousands of dwarves to help make the hammer. And like 18 days. Yeah, it took a long time. And then they give him back a block with a stick on it. And... (laughs) It turns out that that sentient storm never really died, so the hammer is just kind of s- sort of pseudo-sentient without any real, like, it doesn't speak to anybody unless it, you know, Jane thinks that she can hear it. Um, Interesting. In and her in, head. In that, in that comic, uh, Thor thought he heard it as well. Thor was like, why is it whispering to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, you know, that was the origin of Thor... Picking as up the hammer a, as a the first child time. when he was first being shown the hammer, yeah. he's like, "Why is it whispering to me?" Yeah, and then um, and this is all one comics origin. You know, these things change over time, and yeah. I don't know if this is the only origin we've ever gotten from Mjolnir, but yeah, it's, it's neat. Yeah, yeah. So it may be sentient. It may be sentient, or which there's be, a sentient element to it. It'd be really easy for Odin to find an incredibly powerful Infinity Stone and then go, "You know what? I want to make this into a weapon. Let's put it in a rock." And then encase it in the hammer, and it's the soul stone. And then, you know, from there, it what measures the worth of the people that wield it, or he yeah. still has enchanted it to where I people do can't feel pick like it up unless it's him. The soul stone does seem to line up pretty well with the idea of uh, of it being of of the hammer. Just the the idea of like measuring a person's worth, yeah. measuring the cleanliness of their soul of, or whatever. Yeah. 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 So that's obviously, I mean, that's an easy, easy line to draw there, an easy connection to make there and make that make sense. Plus, the way that they've been kind of like, we've been kind of forcing it, but the way that they've been spelling out Thanos. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel like it's very forced, honestly. I feel like it's been pretty pretty straightforward. So between between Heimdall and Hammer, I think we we got. I think it's Hammer. You think? I think it's Hammer. We, I've, I've gone back and forth, but I, I would like it to be hammer. I think that'd be neat. Yeah. The only the only problem is to to get it, you'd probably have to break the hammer. Yeah. And who does this Thor just lose his hammer in that case? Of course, to get uh, the uh, mind gem, you're gonna have to do a lot worse than break a hammer. Yeah. You got to break a vision. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's that's unfortunate too. Um. I don't know. I don't know. It's. 
the speculation is there for it to be the hammer. It's it's really easy to say that's exactly what it's going to be. Um, it might not be that. You never know. Um, yeah. If that does happen, though, Thor in the comics uh, picked up an axe and has been wielding his his axe. Um, oh, really? It has a special name. I cannot remember the name of it that's right now. That's fun. So he's got this big, awesome axe. Uh, he got his but arm is it cut a off. shotgun axe? No, it's not a shotgun axe. Was his arm cut <laughs> off by the axe? My axe is sharp. And a shotgun. <laughs> I love that. That was a great line. My axe is sharp. And it's a shotgun. Yep. So in the comics, when Thor was without his... Or, well, when Odin's son was, was without his Thor power, uh, he was a bit weaker and was not able to take on Malekith and whatever... I think it was a frost giant that he had with him. Uh, Malekith being the the dark elf dude. Um, And he got his arm cut off. Thor got his arm cut off. Yeah. Replaced it with the arm of the destroyer armor. Oh, that's awesome. It was intense. Is it? I guess that changes sizes, right? The arm, the destroyer. I I guess. Yeah. I feel like in, in the movie it changed size. I don't know if it does in. In the comics. It's like that Fantastic it, Beast thing. It's so big on the comics. It'd just be funny if he had that sized arm. Well, there was a, a good span of time where he was wearing the Destroyer armor. Oh, weird. Just kind of like as his as some armor. Like he was inside it and found out that it was sentient. And It's like every thing is sentient <laughs> in that universe. Yeah. Like, uh, it's an enchanted thing. Oh, no, wait, it's got its own mind. <laughs> All right. Hmm. Funny. Uh, yeah. Thor looks a lot like Colossus with the uh, with the um, destroyer armor. <laughs> I like he it. He really, really does. Yeah. So uh, I think Nathaniel Muzzy also said to us on the Facebook uh, digital series. So much for your Christmas break. <laughs> uh, talking about this slingshot digital oh. series. Well, you yeah, know, yeah. Actually, that's exactly. We're excited because we're going to do casts anyway. Either you know, either biweekly or weekly. Um, and uh, the fact that we have something to talk about is great. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, and especially with it being like content that's relevant to what's going on now. By the way, next week uh, or two weeks, probably two weeks from now, we were going to probably do a Agents of Shield wrap up cast for the season. Yes, um, or we, for the first half of the season. I don't think we have any feedback from this week. We're recording a day earlier than we normally do, and we don't have any feedback from this week about this week's episode. So we're going to talk about it, but we need you guys to get in your feedback so we have lots to talk about, lots of pose all your questions. If you have any questions about the next half of the seasons, we'll, we'll, we'll look back at this half yeah. of Ghost Rider and look at the next half, which LMD. has already been re- released as LMD. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Did you watch that trailer? I did watch that trailer. I did too. I was too intrigued. Normally I wait till the cast yeah, and too. watch it in the middle, but I was like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's got to happen. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so our last bit of, uh, of, of whatever feedback before content is, Yoda, you said to us on Twitter, at MCU cast, IMDb is showing no winter break for hashtag Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. When is the fall finale? It was yesterday. Just told you it was yesterday. <laughs> Why don't you listen? <laughs> no, I think I think we mentioned that last week, but uh, yeah, we, it, was, uh, it was yesterday, and I believe it's coming back. January tenth, January tenth. Right? So that is in five weeks. So yeah, uh, we have we have five, four, four, four week empty empty Tuesdays, and then we'll be right but back. But they're not empty. What's the, what's not they're empty? Filled though? with Elena Rodriguez. 
Yeah. That sounds gross. I want Does it? I think Max Mac great. wants his weeks to be filled with Elena Rodriguez. Yeah. Didn't, didn't sound gross at all. Nope. Uh, <laughs> she is attractive. That is not gross. Uh, yeah. So that was uh, that was all our feedback for this week. Uh, what because do we, we do now? Such, we had such a short week uh, between casts. But next in two weeks, we're going to be covering all of your Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. feedback, as well as talking more about this entire season, both looking back and looking forward. So give us Get whatever you got. Get it in. Let us know what you want to say about uh, the Ghost Rider half season and what you're expecting from the LMD half season. I like that they're doing this. I like the last year it was Fallen Agent. Uh, this year it's... Uh, it's it's whatever I just said. Ghost Rider. It's I don't like think they the, ever the seasons it. have a subtitle. Did they promote it as Ghost Rider? Yeah, like I know they promoted Ghost Rider. Did they call what did they call this half season? They called it Ghost Rider. Oh, neat. Yeah, that's really cool. It just feels very comic booky to have like here's an eight episode arc. <laughs> here's a whatever issue arc with yeah. this storyline in it. Oh, what if they upped it to twenty four episodes and started doing eight episode arcs like that? That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I mean, they may. This time, because I don't know how long LMD is going to last. Yeah. But they could do LMD, and then that could lead into a third arc this season. Ghost Rider LMD. <laughs> Ghost RelMDs. It doesn't have to, doesn't have to be uh, Fallen LMD Rider. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I was going to make fun of you for combining them, and then I decided to just join you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I love you, too. <laughs> So let's get into some real content, right? Let's yeah. get into fresh stuff. We're but gonna, first... We're going to go into our spoiler section. But first, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast in partnership with 45 Magazine, a proud member of the Giant Size Team-Up Network. If you'd like to reach out to us, hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com. And if you want to call and leave us a voicemail, call at 573-CAST-MCU. You should reach out to us at all those places... Uh, this week to tell us about your Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, love or hate <laughs> or speculation or what you liked, what you didn't like. Hit me up on MySpace. <laughs> we we do not have a MySpace. Do show. it on Instagram. <laughs> you can text me. Uh, Send a raven. Send a raven. Um, <laughs> all right. But now, let's go into some spoilery talk about some Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. The Laws of Inferno Dynamics, Episode 8 of Season 4. Here we go. If you haven't seen it yet, run away. We're going to yell a spoiler. In 3, 2, 1. Ada cracked that fool's neck! That was cray. That was cray. So, she put an LMD in place already? Is that what we're supposed to believe? Yeah, that's what it looks like. That is crazy. May is out there. How'd she make a whole LMD How'd in that short period of time? make an LMD? Make, yep. Um, I don't know. Seems crazy. And I guess it had to do with the brain that she was designing. Uh, like, we we all expected her to make an LMD. Yeah. Um, well, we expected her to make a robot. Do we think that a couple episodes ago... See, I'm, I don't know. I have no idea. When did, she, when did she replace Agent May? I'm thinking that it was when Agent May went to get her in this episode. Yeah, that's probably right. The only thing I was thinking is they had that whole episode where she was like on the table. Yeah, but and Ada was there. I could see that kind of factoring Ada didn't into things. go there though. Well, Ada did. Talk no, Ada to was her. there to save her. They Ada did. Yeah, yeah. 
That is right. So so that's that's when she met Ada and 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 totally fell for her whole human well, act. Yeah. Ada was the assistant at the time. It's a bummer. But she didn't I like get that, Ada so much. It's like she didn't get that that trigger of like I need to do this thing until she read the Darkhold. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um so I th- I'm pretty sure it has to do with Darkhold um somehow just w- but what's the end game? It seems like Yeah, we just don't know much about the Darkhold and are we going to assume the Darkhold storyline is a little over because we're moving on to LMDs now? Or is this whole storyline going to be centered around the Darkhold? I know that uh, Director Mace asked uh, asked to see the Darkhold, asked to, to work work with it or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, it's it's hard to say what's coming next because it, like, it feels like obviously it's going to be a series about... or. Uh, more incorporated in the series is going to be uh, what happens when magic and science collide. Um, sure, because that's kind of what's happening. Although they're, they're again, they're doing the this magic. So far, this magic is just normal, another form of science. Yeah, yeah, it's just more science that we're just not even that we don't understand. They're actually understanding the science. They're now. starting, they're starting to, to. Um, and it's just like the Doctor Strange science. They're pulling things from their universe. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a thief. He's a thief. Uh, and I, it's hard to say what's going to come next, though, because it feels a lot like like the first thing I thought of, you you know, the game, the legendary Mark Marvel deck building game. Yeah. One of the scenarios, one of the schemes, one of the villain schemes in that game is replace all the world leaders with killbots. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So that's the first thing I thought of. You see what I got over there? Legendary encounters. Firefly. Oh, who's excited? I'm very excited. I know you are. I've got I've got almost all the Marvel legendary stuff and I just got legendary do for you? Firefly. I do. They, they came out with a lot of legendary stuff. I know. Recently. I don't have anything from the last like 6 months, but I have almost everything before that. Do you, like do you have all the Secret Wars stuff? Cuz there's like 3 of them. I want to say that's the one I didn't do because I didn't know anything about it. I think all the ones that like I got Fantastic Four and Guardians of the Galaxy Shit, and Spider Man. Fantastic Four one that thing's yeah. like two hundred dollars now. Oh really? It, it's hard to come by. It's that's hard to funny. Find. I think I just threw away the box and shit and like put it on one big box <laughs> because I didn't care. I don't, I'm not going to tell it. I'm going to play it forever. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Although I say that and I haven't played it. It's a really uh, good game. I mean, I know I have played it. I just haven't played it hardly since I bought. I tend to do this. I buy a game. I love the game. I like it a lot, so I buy every expansion I can find for it. The reason with Legendary, you know how they, it, it randomizes who's whatever? Yeah. It randomizes your game every time, so every game is different. But I found, after playing four or five games of the base game, things started to repeat. You know, you get a lot of the same characters, which is fine. But I was like, you know what I'm going to do? not that many characters in the base game. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy all of the expansions at one time. That way I'll never get tired of it. And uh, you got a little bit tired of it. No, I just never played it again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I did the same exact thing with Dominion, which is a similar kind of game. Yeah, it's a deck deck building game. Yeah. I loved the base game I was playing, so I bought. You see on my shelf. Yeah, I bought like eight versions of Dominion. That is uh, one, two, three, four. I think there's more somewhere. There's else. four that I can see on that shelf. Five yeah, on the five if you count the next one down. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where that's they are. ridiculous. I got so many of these these versions, and then I don't think I ever played 
the, the them again. Damn. I'm real bad about that. Like, with board games specifically, I get really excited, I buy a bunch of a thing, and then I just don't. I think it mostly my friends get that tired. Like, I would play them more if I had friends to play with. Yeah. But my friends, like... It's too bad I'm not your friend. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love real, the game. It's a real problem. Well, it's more like we don't ever have time to hang out. That's true. We're, um, just, we're always when working we do, on this podcast. We're casting. Yeah. Um, every once in a while we hang out. Hey, we should hang out as, like, regular friends. I agree. I agree. We should do that sometime. <laughs> Uh, anyway i don't know man i'm not ready to take this relationship to that level okay that's fair <laughs> <laughs> oh man so what what were we talking about oh yeah the replace the leaders with killbots thing that's the first thing i thought of but then as i was scrolling through it i was like what if it's kind of a reworking of the scroll invasion huh the secret invasion. invasion yeah uh, or or somehow see what i'm what I keep thinking is, how is the Darkhold involved in that, though? Yeah, true. Because the, it, it seems like this plan is from the Darkhold. Where's the Darkhold from? Is the Darkhold from the Skrulls? No. What What have we seen this Darkhold do so far? Like, what's its game plan been? Uh, Eli Morrow. Uh, everything that it has shown that we've seen, as far as pictures, mm-hmm. have looked like Einstein Rosenbridge's and sling ring portals. Well, we know how it works, which is it it, it works just like uh in um in in oh gosh, Doctor Strange where it draws energy. Like we know yeah. that. What I'm trying to think is like what is the Darkhold's game plan? Well, this is the thing is it keeps showing pictures of wormhole, Einstein Rosenbridge, right. and portal like Doctor Strange style yeah. portal. So my thought is it wants something to come. To come. Right. That's a possibility. Tonight we got a clue with Eli's plan because Eli is, is kind of a servant of the Dark Hold as well. Sort of, yeah. As far as we know. Like he has sort just like Ada, he read the Dark Hold and now he's doing something. Yep. So what's the mission the Dark Hold gave him? Or and I say that in loose terms. Eli obviously doesn't think about it that way. Yeah. Eli is thinking he is getting all this power, but Apparently, the Darkhold, his his game plan was to destroy everything. Yeah, he wanted to blow up most of L.A. and create life after that. Yeah, like build his like own in life. in the process. Uh, and I wonder if that's somehow... I wonder if that's bringing forth a plan that is in the Darkhold. Or, like, that it's not maybe not in the Darkhold's pages, but, like, the Darkhold has a plan to try to replace Earth with... Are we saying that that's sentient now? <laughs> Um, Very well could be. Well, even if it's not sentient, whoever created the Darkhold... Chthon, or Chthon, however you pronounce it. Is that the comics or whatever? Yeah, comics origin. He's one of the, like, elder gods or whatever. Right. Well, whoever created the Darkhold might have um, a motive for what the Darkhold does. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's all neither here nor there. It could be that Eli's plan to bomb, nuke L.A. and make his own thing is just his own little I'm a god plan. Yeah. Which also tracks... Because he kept saying, I'm God. <laughs> people people get so drunk with power. They really, really do. People get one more level up in power, and they're just like, I'm a God! <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. just jump straight to deities. <laughs> <laughs> you just think you're immediately divine. You can do one little thing. You take a lot of drugs, and you're just like, I'm a golden God. <laughs> um... <laughs> I got my driver's license last week. I was like, I'm a god! I'm a god of the road! <laughs> and then I, I wrecked it. Yeah, then I wrecked so, it. So, the rest of this episode, we've got... We finally get Agent 
Daisy back, basically. Agent Johnson back. Yeah, that was nice. That was a nice touch. It's cool. All of her crimes forgiven because the director lied for her. Yeah, so that's nice, I guess. Um, We see the extent of how crazy Eli Morrow went. Like, how what he was willing to do. He made diamonds in a man's lungs. That was gross. That was so gross. I was eating at the time. I was eating my dinner. I had some, some mm-hmm. you know, some grilled vegetables, because, you know, being all healthy and junk. And I'm like, I'm snacking on my grilled vegetables. I got some eggplant in my mouth, and he's just, like, spitting out diamonds. And I'm just like, that's pretty gnarly. That's pretty gross. And he's like, you might have to cut the rest out of his lungs. I was like, are you... What? <laughs> you said oh. what? <laughs> um yeah, so and I I loved that he he is he was working his way up the periodic table. That was cool. That was yeah, that was neat. That was, was a neat neat little concept. to begin with. And then the fact that he made water and he's like I, like I, I made a compound. Like I'm yeah. not just making making uh, elements anymore. I made this compound. Uh, so he, that was really cool. Yeah. When he made water, I was like, "Oh crap!" And you you thought he was Molecule Man? Is that oh, right? Yeah, he's definitely the, Molecule Man. Yeah, he's definitely. The powers make sense with what that name sounds like. Anyway, I don't really think about Molecule Man in the comics. Um, so let's talk about other characters in this episode. Yeah, um, Ghost Rider. How about that? <laughs> Yeah, Ghost Rider's gone. Ghost Rider's gone. But we have a little hope in that Coulson said the last Ghost Rider made it back. Like he knew about him all along or something. Yeah. Not only this Ghost Rider, he made it a, knew about Johnny Blaze, apparently. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that Ghost Rider has some, uh, some vengeance to visit, so I think he'll be back. Oh, yeah. His scores aren't settled yet. Nope. He said, I'll help settle all of yours. And they only settled the one. Where do you, which wasn't even his. I mean, this was still kind of... Yeah, this, uh, that this was, was still kind of Ro- Robbie's story. One score to settle. And they might not have even completely settled it. Because if he is, in fact, Molecule Man, like if they're going for Molecule Man, then he's just bored somewhere else right now. Yeah, maybe. He could be creating his own oxygen. <laughs> Well, like, it looked like they went to that other dimension. Right. And he was banished to the negative zone, if, I'm, if I remember correctly. And isn't that Superman? No. The negative zone? Isn't that the Superman place they send people? I don't know. That I, may be wrong. That shit, I, I think wrong. the negative zone is like the prison that Superman sends people to. I don't know, man. They, they all the time they have things that are the same name though, so it's yeah, it's fine. It's fair. <laughs> he gets DC and Marvel. Marvel gets or pff, shit. Molecule Man gets <laughs> banished to a different dimension um, in the comics, and he's bored there and makes life so that he has somebody to talk to. Oh, neat. Um, and then like passes off the power. So oh, passes it off to the life. Yeah, to the life. Interesting, because yeah. like he dies of old age or something. Because he was banished for a good long time. Um. So that could happen. That could be the thing. That's what I'm expecting, at least, is that he's just bored. Um, <clears throat> Robbie had a whole lot of, uh, of of emotions to conquer in this episode, and it you really felt for him the whole time when he's like fighting with the ghost rider to 
to flame on, basically. Oh yeah, that was really cool. When he's got oh. the uh the the carbon sticking through his chest. Yeah. And he's just standing there in the box. Phantom zone is what I was thinking of. Sorry. Ah. Um yeah, that was that was really insane. Uh, when he when he tries to do it the second time is when it like and got he stabbed me. again. And yeah, he's like, and he's just like seeing Robbie, who's a kind of a badass, and you think of him as kind of impervious, but he's not. He felt all that pain of the shard of carbon shooting through his chest. Mm. Two shards of carbon shooting through his chest. Uh, that was pretty nuts. Eli is such an evil bastard. He really is. Like that's your nephew who you like raised. And then, like, he, it's like he immediately goes to, well, he had a secret, so that makes him bad. <laughs> right? And I'm like, no, he's still your nephew, you evil son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, he's a really bad, Eli's really a bad guy. You're a really bad guy. Look, we've, like, had a, we've had a lot of, um, you know, sort of bad, like, uh, they have redeeming qualities, guys. But Eli seems like a pretty bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it must he had be his, all that time in prison. He had his sob story. Um, that recidivism, man, it just, it's rough. Um, he did have his sob story of, like, I was always looked down on. You know, yeah. every time I, I excelled in school, they always thought I was cheating. So I had to fight tooth and nail. It's like, okay, yeah, I understand that. You're a minority. Yeah. And it's uncommon for you coming from the neighborhood that you came from to to do well in school. And everybody thought that that was, you know, not you, but yeah, I like, get, I get you're it. better for it. You're that, not angry and want to destroy more, the world for it. That makes him a little more human, but that doesn't make him better. Like, he's really a bad dude. Uh, just the way he flips on his nephew so, so easily. Yeah. It's weird to me. And like it. I don't like where you're going. I don't like how I feel about everything. (laughs) I'm hurt and hurt. (laughs) (sighs) Well, um, we got... What else do we got? The first kiss. Oh, yeah, we got the first kiss between Mac and Yo-Yo. Mac and Yo-Yo. Yoda Hugh uh, Facebooked me and said, uh, and called them Mayo. Yeah, their ship name. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mayo. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I like yak as well. Nah, mayo. <laughs> but you'd have to pronounce it like she pronounces it because it's Mac, so it'd be like Mayo. Mike. Mayo. Mayo. Uh, so I'm excited for those two lovebirds. I <laughs> thought for sure one of. Okay, how long do you think it'll be? Oh, man. I just. Sorry. Well, never mind. Something bad didn't happen to me. I was, I was, because th- <laughs> they they were like they kept going on about that bottle of hay. Oh yeah, as soon and as they're just like, oh no, one of them's dead. One of them is for sure dead. Which what? they're not dead. And I'm excited that May is only kidnapped, bleeding from the ears, but kidnapped. Yeah, but it'll take care of her. She's a sweetie. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I bet. Uh, <laughs> the, fact, the fact that Ada hasn't killed her. Makes me think there's something more complicated going on here than just Ada being evil. No, Ada's doing the, uh, the what, not the Skynet thing, the iRobot thing. Like, the best way to protect all of the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents is to replace them all with LMDs and keep them locked yeah. in a box. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, and so, that's weird. Uh, so and I th- Ada got shot and felt pain. Yeah. Why would you do that? That, that is weird. That's really weird. That's like Westworld weird. <laughs> that's like, Radcliffe was just... 
like why would he why would he put that into some into a, an android like you don't need them to feel pain you need them to be a shield and and constantly be the protector yeah you don't need that and he said he programmed her to you know uh, feel it so I guess it'd be basically more realistic when she got shot or whatever. <laughs> when, that's rough. Like he's expecting well, her to get she's shot. she's supposed to be there to protect other people. So it was, and she did her job. I, it actually made me feel she took two something bullets. for her. Yeah, I was, was kind of sad. She got in front of them too. I was like, oh, she did her job and she's going to be repairable. It's fine. Uh, I, I loved that when she jumped in front of Fitz and Simmons and then Fitz and Simmons kind of jump up over her and shoot. That was great. Um, really, really cool. I've been watching a lot of Westworld. Are you watching Westworld yet? I have not started watching Westworld. First of all, what's your problem? Second of all, <laughs> the uh, it's all about artificial intelligence and consciousness and what is consciousness. And yeah. The concept of the show is that there's a park made for humans to go and uh i guess it let off steam <laughs> it's a vacation theme park basically it's a, it's it's a west world yeah and you go there and you can uh kill or have sex with any of the androids you want to <laughs> um but weird. yeah it's real weird the idea is that what if they're conscious like the whole show is all about like trying to get inside like what is consciousness is this conscious because it feels this or not? And if so, are we just torturing these poor androids? And if not, who cares? Like, I mean, it's 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 it's, it's been so divisive uh, listening to podcasters talk about it and stuff because yeah. some podcasters that I that I really love their uh, takes on a lot of stuff are listening to are watching Westworld and they're like. They're robots. I just don't care. They're robots. <laughs> They're made for the people's pleasure to kill and to have sex with. Like, they don't, you know, <laughs> it's real strange. It's like, uh, you know, I don't know. It's weird. Hmm. But, obviously, there's the other side of that. There's other people, like myself. I've, from the first episode, felt for this these, uh, these, these things. But it really does come down to, like, however you feel about it. Um and it's real. It's a weird, weird show. Uh, what is consciousness? That's really what it's all about. But because I've been watching so much Westworld, I have a lot of baggage coming in and looking at Ada. <laughs> like I've got all this consciousness baggage that I've been like stressing over for weeks about. Like, I don't know. Could she pass this test? Is this a reason to give her consciousness? Is blah, blah you know? And uh, yeah, I just don't know. <laughs> I uh, I feel. I feel similar to that, like about Ada, but I also kind of feel the 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 reverse of that toward the director because I still think he's an LMD. <laughs> I still think he's a robot. I don't think so, man. And I, I think his surprise at how at how at how uh, how she was one, and also his wanting to continue the program because. If he's one, he then wants upgrades. Well, no, but if he's already one, there might already just be you know there's, there are starting androids. Why is he even concerned? So, uh, thirdly, uh, he was attracted to her, and then he was like, "Let's leave alone the moment that I thought she was attractive, and let's talk about why or like whatever." Um, so he was attracted to her until he found out she's a robot, and he's like, "Oh, let me back off." Man, no. so I don't think he's a robot. I think when that's I like almost definitive that, proof. When I was watching that, I was just like, "No, I see through you, you smug son of a bitch." Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't think nah, he's, a, he's robot. a robot. 
they're they're playing it up too much. They He's did a robot. Gr- they did a great job with him this episode. I actually really, I really enjoyed him. He was cool, and they're doing a better job of making the uh, the, the, the they're coalescing as a team once again. Yeah, I mean a team that trusts it is a team that gets tr- their neck cares. Broken. Wait, no triumphs. triumphs. I, I like that his suit was very. It, it was uh, it was like a, just a standard shield combat suit, but right. the coloration on it and the design of the shield logo really reminded me of the Patriot outfit from the comics. The Patriot outfit, okay, because that was uh, his original outfit was the Patriot when oh. he was inspired by Captain America in the forties. Yeah, I was gonna say he looked uh, he looked a lot like Captain America. Yeah, which is great. I loved that. Um, it, where do we know the Patriot stuff from? It's Jeffrey Mace. Okay, Jeffrey Mace is the Patriot in the comics. Okay, but that hasn't been said in the show, right? Right. right. Okay. Well, they said that the the character that he is has origins from the forties, which is Jeffrey Mace, who was the Patriot. They said that in the show interviews. Yeah. Okay, but not in the show. I'm talking about the show. No, we don't know anything about him being the Patriot or right. Okay, I'm just yeah, just clarifying. Um, so. I, I dug that. I thought it was really cool that he like stepped in and was actually part of the team. Yo-Yo's Speed Force moment was pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, going around. Both just, of them, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Really great. That whole cesium reacting with water thing was just genius. Yeah, it was really cool. It was brilliant. I loved the... Yeah, but the, 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 the one where she comes in and just like rearranges all the guns. And yes. Taking Mac's axe out of someone's chest. I know he has an axe. But really, <laughs> you're just slicing fools. <laughs> like I, I thought it was. I, it was Chinese mafia guys. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're faceless. That's no, they're not. They all have the same hairstyle. They don't. No, they don't. They don't. They, and, 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 and a scene earlier, they made us feel bad and like for them because for one of them for one of them because of the his diamonds lungs got filled lungs. with diamonds. So like. They're fearful, they're scared, they don't want to work for him, they're just being paid to do it. It's like the whole, uh, the conversation in Clerks where they talk about the, the contractors <laughs> on the Death Star. <laughs> like, these guys didn't deserve this, and he's freaking hacking a guy in the chest with an axe. I just felt with like a shotgun it, axe. Shotgun axe, and then she doesn't even let it finish hacking, so he's probably not even dead. The guy who got like half hacked with his, ch- with his shotgun axe, she goes along, pulls it away and re-aims it, and uh, now this guy's like left there with just like half of his chest hacked off. It's gonna be a, gonna be a hard <laughs> And then there's weekend. another guy that's got a shotgun wound. No, yeah, yeah. Which is they kill, already bad They enough. kill a lot of people, but a shot, but an axe is brutal. An axe is a level of brutality that you just don't see. Like, even uh... Like, you think about in, in in the Thor movies. Yeah. His friends carry weapons, like swords and axes. Yeah. You really don't ever see anyone chopped in half with an axe. Well, you see, like, you see the, the frost giants get killed by it. And right. they, they, like, non-human, freeze and die. Really and non-human there's no entities. Blood. Exactly. There's no blood involved. In this seer, in this, uh, in this, uh, yeah, well, in it this was season. real bloody. This season has been really bloody. And I think that's largely in part to it being a later time slot. Yeah, they can I think do so the, the more adult stuff. You can really tell that it's gotten a lot more mature as far as what audience they're targeting. And it's, I honestly, I think it's paid off because it's been amazing. It's been good. It's been really good. But that shotgun, that shotgun axe to the chest is 
awesome. It was awesome, but it was, man, I was like, I, that was not a punch pulled. That was not a punch pulled. Nope. I like that when Colson called it in, when he was just like, all right, team, come in hot, or like, go in hot, and he just holds his hand up, like, give me that gun, and... <laughs> And then Yo-Yo runs in, and it's just like, okay, takes it from this guy <laughs> right in front of him. Give it to Colson. Yeah, that was that was my favorite part for sure. I was, <laughs> just like putting the gun. In the I was like, why hand. does he have his hand out like that? Is he grabbing something? Like nobody's handing him anything. And then here comes Yo-Yo. It's <laughs> like what? That's great. I didn't. I don't know that he planned it that way, but yeah, it was pretty great. <laughs> I thought he was just like holding his hand up, like, no, stop. No, his hand, his fingers were curled, like he was ready to shoot a gun huh. or was like, give me that. I don't know. I have to rewatch. But I, I think, I, I don't know that he knew that's exactly what she was going to do. It was good. Because there's just no way he could have known exactly what the guy was going to do with the gun and who he was going to aim at. But it was, it was pretty great. Yeah. Ah, so, what else do we got? We got, I mean, we ended this, this, this half season i guess this first half with eli morrow and ghost rider are in a quantum state box in another dimension yep um, nathanson's neck got cracked we barely knew him <laughs> and maze in a closet maze in a in a lmd box while lm while lm may uh <laughs> no it's l may d <laughs> Uh, L, L may D. It's um, a life may decoy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so L, L may D uh, is in is in the closet and fake or is, fake L fake fake may Faye. I think we've I think we've oh yeah that that's not the first time there's been two Mays. I'm just realizing yeah because there was the May that was running around with her face yeah so this um, has to be L may D yeah so L may D is out there. Uh, run tra- tramps around and drinking that bottle of of Hague of Hague is a scotch. I don't know what is Hague. I don't remember. I'm not an alcoholic. I want to say it was scotch that they said. But sure. Anyway, drinking that fine bottle of uh, liquor. <laughs> Spirit jerk. Um, and so do we think that? How did how did she have access to her all of her thoughts and things like? Because it seems like if anyone's going to notice... Well, at the end of the last episode, she was building making, a brain. Like, she was doing the light work to make a brain. So it's it's reasonable to say that she could have mapped May's brain. Yeah, but when did she have an opportunity to map May's brain? I mean, when did she have an opportunity to take May? Well, we know, we know she... That's true. I guess she could have uh, done it... When she took May, she could have, like copied well, the brain. Over. They mapped May's brain in the in the what second or third episode when she was in her um, crazy state when they had to reboot her. Now, they did have to reboot her. They took. I don't a, remember they, exactly they scanned, mapping it. They scanned yeah, no, her, they brain, scanned her sure. brain so that they could see where all the activity was going. Yeah, but just to like, yeah, it seems weird too. Well, Shield already had the ability to rewrite memories and record new sure, ones. Sure, sure, sure. So this isn't even Shield technology. Well, um, the LMD program was though. It was an old Shield thing that Radcliffe dusted off. Oh, really? I yeah, he said that, that at the end of this third season. Okay, interesting. Uh, well, crazy, crazy, crazy. I, I don't know where they're going with LMAD, uh, and I don't know where they're going with Ada. Uh, did you see the art for the coming L- LMD um, half season? 
the the purple lines. Red, well, there's red lines with different characters in them, and the and the only one that's showing is May. No. Yeah, there's this. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. LMD promo. Show art. it to me on the internet. So there's LMD promo art that shows all the characters, all behind like it looks like almost like they're behind glass, like they're all ready to go, and May's just the only one that is not behind glass. Yeah, she's the only one that's been replaced. So I have a feeling we're going to get a season of Ada trying to replace all of them, the whole team. Oh, man. So that's interesting. And you kind of like, it kind of makes me think she, she's doing the right thing. She, she's doing what she thinks is the right thing. I think so too. I don't think it's going to be as easy as she's evil. I really think that she's going to have like, thinks that they're all in danger and she's trying to help them. Although in that uh, in that trailer, if we're going ahead and spoiling for speculation's sake, sure, uh, let's get a quick spoiler alert for speculation. <laughs> so she punches Radcliffe in the in the teaser after saying that she's made some upgrades of her own, which is kind of the AI gone crazy thing. And I mean, they, they sure no, they I definitely Ultron specifically by name. Too. I mean, she's obviously also beaten up May. <laughs> Yeah. So it's possible that she's beating them and up, though. And she kills Nathanson. Thinking it's for their own good. You she know? straight up kills Nathanson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was crazy. Because is she trying to protect... Is she have a specific group that she, like, for whatever reason, has been programmed to protect, and others that she's cool killing, apparently? Yeah, like, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make a lot of sense. With the idea that she's there to protect, and she's doing something to protect humans, it doesn't make a lot of sense that she would kill Nathanson. Yeah. It doesn't make sense that she would kill any of them. Yeah, for sure. I mean, with her catchphrase and all. <laughs> what is her catchphrase? Her catchphrase was, well, Radcliffe said that she was developing a catchphrase last season. Or not last season, last episode. Because uh, uh, she was like, you know, I was designed to, or I was, yeah, I was designed to be the shield. And he was like, shush, you're developing a catchphrase. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I don't know where they're going with her at all. I don't know. Wh- I I feel like it's not going to be as easy as she's just evil, but then I don't know why she killed Nathanson. Yeah. So. Mm. Maybe. Well, she said, I know how this feels. When did she say that? Right before she broke his neck. Oh. Okay. She said, I'm sorry. I know how this feels. Weird. And. Yeah. That is odd. Hmm. Maybe she knows what pain and death is like now. Maybe because of the pain, she's just like, I have to replace everyone so that they don't have to feel this. Yeah, like maybe she's trying to avoid everyone's pain instead of like even really... Maybe she's like, I know you being alive, Nathanson. I know how bad it hurts. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and end it for you. This this life isn't worth it for you, Nathanson. <laughs> You've got cancer. What? I, I didn't want to tell you. Crack. Or just, you know... I'm sorry. You're a real loser, Nathanson. <laughs> no one likes you. You you just you, your life is going nowhere. This is a mercy. <laughs> this is a mercy. Hey Mac, I know you have a lot of pain. I'm gonna go ahead and just end you. That's no good. That's no good at all. Alright. Don't do that to Mac. 41806, we have to know. It said Hope 41806. Huh. Where was that written again? On the back of the photo he was looking at. That's right. All right, my friends. 
I think that's about all for this episode. I think so. We're going to be back in two weeks. Dose. Maybe next week. We'll think about it. But you guys are going to be back now. tomorrow. That's right. We're going to be back tomorrow with some, uh, with some Spider-Man. Spider-Man! Trailer talk. What about that Spider-Man's though? I'm so excited. <laughs> um, what about Spider-Man's though? <laughs> Uh, is that I a want, Key and Peele reference? I want Key and Peele back I want so them bad. back so bad. I just watched Keanu last night just because <laughs> uh-huh. I miss Key and Peele. Uh, I didn't finish. I fell asleep because it was like 2 in the morning when I was watching it. But uh, pretty great. <laughs> I watched a lot of movies yesterday. I watched Race, which is about Jesse Owens mm-hmm. running during the Hitler regime. <laughs> um, let's, let's wrap up the podcast, man. Yeah. We we're, we're right there. We are. We're at the finish line. Yeah. I mean, you ready to just go, go ahead and cross it? Well, we are. I was just, you know, after sometimes at the very end, I like to tell a little bit about what's going on. Yeah, well, I mean. Because that's the appropriate time to do it. People don't want to wait through the, all my talking about watching movies yesterday while they're waiting on the sweet, sweet Marvel. That's true. So I like to throw in a little thing here if I have something to say. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> Where we ramble right at the end. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. all good. It's good. Yeah. Watched like four movies yesterday. That's crazy. It's Why would weird. you watch so many movies? I had a lot of cleaning to do, and I was running around. And I normally watch TV, but I'm kind of caught up on everything at this point. And I was just like, I watched like four movies. I found another hitman romantic comedy. Really? It's my favorite genre. What? My favorite genre is hitman romantic comedies. What? They're rare. They're like a snowflake. Rare. <laughs> the, 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 snowflake isn't. Snowflakes are special. What's rare? What's a unicorn? Unicorn. They're like a unicorn, the the rare unicorn of the hitman romantic comedy. What what even is an example of that? The big hit was the first one that I fell in love with. It's not a well liked movie. (laughs) People don't really like it, but it's awesome. It's Mark Wahlberg in the '90s, and everyone's dressed like super uh, colorful. It's got John Leguizamo in it. And Avery Brooks, who's amazing, Captain Sisko uh, in Star Trek. He's kind of the villain of the thing, and he's like just just doing just overacting everywhere. But it's about a hitman who also has a girlfriend who like he's trying to make it work, but he's a hitman. It's pretty great. And uh, Gross Point Blank is another one. <laughs> it's John Cusack is a hitman who. Uh, he gets a job to be a hitman in his hometown on the weekend of his 10th 10-year uh, reunion. So he goes back to his 10-year high school reunion and meets people and then rekindles an old flame. And it's like a comedy. But he's also there to kill people. <laughs> That's so random. I know. And I love everyone I've ever seen. And there's a new one. And it had uh, it has a Marvel Cinematic Universe person in it. So people still listening. It's not totally unrelated. <laughs> uh, I have drawn the, oh gosh. the thinnest of threads. Yeah. Who plays that dude? Oh, in yeah. Hammer. Justin Hammer. Uh, Sam Rockwell. Thank you. Could not remember his name. Sam Rock. It's Sam Rockwell and Anna Ferris. Or no, not Anna Ferris. Anna Kendrick. Really? Sam Rockwell and Anna Kendrick. Which sounds great. I like those two people a lot. And Sam Rockwell is a hitman. And he has a meet cute with Anna Kendrick. <laughs> and then uh, hijinks ensue. It's great. <laughs> hijinks ensue. It's wonderful. And he's a dancing hitman. So he always like dances through his battles and stuff. He dances in every He does like movie. to dance. And it's just great. You need to check 
Mr. Right is the name of it, and it's on HBO now, right now. Huh. Uh, I watched it yesterday, and uh, I have a feeling no one else is going to like it because I've never heard of it, and it's fairly new. So that means it went like straight to HBO now or something, <laughs> or like VOD. So it's probably not going to be well received. Like all uh, Hitman romantic comedies are not well received, but I love Hitman romantic comedies. Is Mr. and Mrs. Smith a Hitman romantic comedy? I would say so. Okay, I like that one. I would say so. I, I, I need to rewatch that. Because it's a more of a spy romantic comedy. It's more of a spy romance. It's not, I wouldn't even say it's a, a comedy, spomance. right? It's more of a spomance, which sounds way grosser. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Spomance. Um, another one is um, True Lies. Is that a, That's a hitman romantic comedy, right? Well, it's a, it's, again, it's a spy romantic comedy. That's fair. But uh, but but similar it's, along the same it's lines. It's crazy that we're like drilling down to subgenre. This the hitman romantic like, comedies is my is my thing. But see, that's the thing. It's got to be hitmen. Spies are different. There's a lot of spy romantic comedy. <laughs> yeah, out there. I mean, all all spy movies almost always have a romantic element yeah. and some comedy elements. But this is like. It's very specific. It's a very specific thing because they're always sort of selfish. They're not like altruistic. I'm a I'm a great American. No, they're killing people for money or for whatever reason. Crank. Crank? He's a hitman. Is he a hitman? Yep. Okay, I didn't remember that he was a hitman. Yeah. He's definitely not hitmanning in the movie. No, not at all. That's He's trying to survive. But I did not know that. Now I do. And now I know why I love that movie so much. <laughs> I knew it. I, I love knew Crank. It. Crank is great. It's utterly ridiculous. Did you see this Crank too? I have not. I have voltage. Oh man, there are moments in Crank too that blow my mind. They're so funny. Um, but yes, I guess that counts. Hitman romantic comedy. Okay, we Boom. gotta we gotta end this. Yep, we're ending this. Thank you guys. <laughs> Come back and see us. We'll be uh, talk to you tomorrow about some Spider Man. Until next time, true believers.